Fright Rags, Horror Apparel, and Accessories. <laughs> if you're a horror fan, then Fright Rags is the place for you. Fright Rags has been bringing you the best in horror apparel and accessories since 2003. Officially licensed collections, including fan favorites such as Halloween, The Evil Dead, Creepshow, and tons more. No matter what type of horror you are into, Fright Rags has you covered head to toe. Offering a wide range of exclusive products from your favorite creature features, slasher flicks, and cult classics. Metal Hand of God listeners get 10% off when they use the code MHOG10 at the checkout. So don't miss out on your favorite horror apparel and accessories you can only get from Fright Rags. That's fright-rags.com. And remember, use MHOG10 at the checkout for 10% off your purchase at frightrags.com. <laughs> Welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and with me is not rum. Today we have a very special guest host. Very special. That guy right Vernon there. Vernon Smith. That's right. Vernon Smith is here. All right. Hi. Which, again, I will state this. Vernon Smith was actually our very, 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 very first guest on this show. Um, he, was on, right. he was on episode four. And he was our very first guest because he was the stupidest person in the world to say, yeah, fuck it, I'll do this show. <laughs> and and you were my very first podcast host right. on this show. <laughs> there you go. All right. So it worked out well for everybody. Yeah, everybody was a first. Um, but today we have uh, coming back our friend Ben Scrivens, right? I said it right? Scrivens. 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 Yeah. I always fuck up people's last names. Um. Welcome him back from the show. Uh, he's he's the owner and operator of Fright Rags, the one of the best t-shirt places ever. Thanks, appreciate it. it really is, right, dude. It, it is, dude. It really is. Like like I said, yeah. any any anything that uh, anytime I look for, like oh, I need a new shirt or something, you're the first person I go to. <laughs> first sight, anyway. Well, that's great to hear. I love it. But. So how's yeah, things? I, I was uh, I was checking it out today, and it, I really, I mean, the, if we can get into a few seconds of ass kissing, um, go for it. <laughs> I, I really liked that it wasn't just because when when I was seeing it was like you know different movies and stuff. I thought I was like, okay, yeah, it'll it'll probably be like the poster or like the the fucking VHS or DVD like box picture, right? The cover. But, yeah, but there wasn't. There was like a lot of, you know, like either scenes or inside jokes from the movies or like <laughs> references from the movies. And I was like, that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, we, you know, sure. it's funny, like I started out, you know, not wanting to do just the poster art, you know, and, and, you know, we evolved and our arts changed over the years and we definitely do some of that poster art because honestly, it's funny. People right. like it. They want it. And so we try to do our twist on it by making it look aged and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, our bread and butter is really kind of taking these moments that we all know so well and try to recreate them on t-shirts, you know, whether it's just being inspired or taking the things inside the movie that are those inside jokes or the things that only, you know, if you're a Halloween 4 fan, you're going to see Vincent Drug on a t-shirt and know exactly what that is. But everyone else is going to be like, what the hell is that? So right. I love having those types of things on, you know, available. Yeah, when, when I saw the, the Teen Wolf, <laughs> what are you looking at Dick Nose shirt that Styles wore? I was like, oh my God, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, and it's funny because people call us out for... You know, they they always say, oh, you know, you forgot the apostrophe because it's supposed to be what are you looking at, comma, dick nose. And I'm like, no, no 
No, grammatically that would be correct, but we're replicating what was in the movie. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think it even had the question mark either. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It looks like, I mean, the only only thing we did to that sure that the look is make it look like it was aged, like it was right. better since 1985. You know. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you you have some incredible stuff on that. And if people, like I said, if you haven't ever gone to that site and looked at it, what are you waiting on? It's ridiculous. It's like. If you're a horror fan or a movie fan in general, I mean, just go and look at the stuff that's on there because he has some stuff on there that I don't even know were movies at points. <laughs> like I was looking at right. some of those films, like holy shit, he's got a shirt for this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, Halloween's coming up, Christmas is coming up. Hit this site and get some fucking presents for your friends or for yourself, or for that's me. What I'm gonna do? That'd be good. Yes, <laughs> send us some shirts. So, I wear a size large in dick nose, if anyone out there is wondering. <laughs> oh, he man. wants a large dick nose, everybody. He yeah. does, he does. He wants a large dick nose. Yeah. More than it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> so Ben, what's been new, man? You got what's what's been going on with you guys? Y'all been uh I've seen I've been seeing you've been putting a bunch of new stuff out. Um let's... Oh, yeah, man. It's it's been this year, um, I mean, obviously for everybody for all different types of reasons has been insane. Um, but just in speaking of, of, of business stuff, like we've been we we've really exploded over the last six months. Um it's been it's been insane. So we've just been trying to keep up and um I mean last month really was our biggest month ever, like ever. And really? it was insane. Like it's just it's been really amazing. Um, I never thought during some, uh, you know a global pandemic that we would be thriving. Um, and I'm not exactly 100% sure what it's attributed to. And um, you know who knows what will happen in, in uh, next year or so. But um, been very grateful and thankful. So we've but we've get, just had so many things in the works. And uh, honestly, in terms of you know our business, you know, we have so many other things coming up next year. I've just been really hard at work trying to plan out the next year. And, you know, we're just trying to keep up with, with the orders coming in for this year. That's awesome, dude. That's so good. Awesome. I would like to think that, uh, <laughs> that it's, it's all our, our doing. It was us. Right. <laughs> it was us running the ad and, and like telling everybody every time we get on the show to go do your site. That's, it was us. You're welcome. <laughs> well, thank you very much for all, all of the, the extra business. No, 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 no problem. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm glad to help out a friend. <laughs> In fact, the the movie Halloween wouldn't have gotten as famous as if it wasn't for this podcast. You're right. It's kind of you're right. Fact. You're right. Uh, you're right. Because it came Wayne out. What? Was plugging this at like six months old. <laughs> and, uh... Uh, I wasn't plugging much at six months old, buddy. <laughs> maybe my maybe my nose. Right. <laughs> but, you know. Oh, gosh. But so how you been personally, man? You've been okay? Everybody's uh, still healthy? Y'all uh, are avoiding the coronavirus? Yeah, so far so good. Um, my kids, we decided to keep them home from school. They were going to go back two days a week um, for their schooling, but yeah. we decided, you know, I'm still working from home for the most part anyway, so, uh, and my wife goes into her job mostly four days a week now, Um so basically, I'm like, let's just keep them home, um, and you know, at least for the first semester. That way, it gets through the holidays. Because right. God forbid, you know, we're in school and the few days before Thanksgiving or Christmas, and there's a case, and then we got to be quarantined or something. So yeah, um, I, you have yeah. older children, right? Your your children are a little older. Like... Yeah, my daughter is in eighth grade. She'll be fourteen okay. soon, and my son's in sixth. He's eleven. So yeah. I mean, they're they're old enough. I mean, I got to stay on my son to make sure he's on it, but. Uh, you know, my daughter's really good and self-governing, so she's she takes care of stuff. That's good. That's good. Nice. Yeah, because I, I, we had to send our son. I was so hesitant to sending my kid to school this year because of all this coronavirus stuff. But I don't know how in the hell I would have done it any other way. You know, like if I would have tried to do it virtual, that would have been impossible to, for a four-year-old to sit in front of yeah. a fucking computer for long, <laughs> all day long. You know, that's it's not going to happen. Um. So we figured the best bet was he was already in like a, a daycare. So mm -hmm. he was already exposed to children and been, you know, doing this. So we figured what the hell we'll send him to school and see what happens. Uh, he's other than being a terrible student, as in like not behaving. Um, <laughs> he's been doing all right so far. You know, he wears his he wears a mask all day long. Mm -hmm. And um yes. 
You know, it's kind of it's kind of a weird situation. Like, I don't know if I would have been able to handle this as a kid back in the you know like the '80s when I was going to great you know like first and second third grade and going. Right. I gotta wear a mask all day long? Are you fucking kidding me? You know? Yeah, I think kids, you know, it's weird. I think kids are really adaptable and they seem to just sort of go with the flow for the most part. Obviously, it depends on the kid. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's, I feel for all the parents that have to deal with, you know, the stresses of, you know, they have to work plus they have children, especially younger children like that. Like, yeah, I mean, I gotta stay on top you know, of my son's schoolwork. And, and, and it is hard sometimes because there's a lot of interruptions throughout the day. Um, it's very hard to, to just focus on one thing for so right. long when, you know, constantly getting interrupted or whatever. But, you know, it's but I'm also kind of I'm also cherishing this time, too, because I know like it's I've spent more time with my family this last six months, seven months, you know, than than right. I had before. I mean, just, you know, Obviously, we're always home together and having dinner and stuff together. But there was a lot of running around and chaos before that. You know, I was doing a lot of traveling. You know, the kids were involved in different things. And right. it was just like back and forth and back and forth. And now it's like, oh, we have a free Saturday. We have a free Sunday. We have, you know, free yeah. nights. So it's, it's like, it's what, are we gonna, nice. what are we going to do? Like, you know, oh, let's sit down and watch a movie. And then we sit down and watch a movie. And then, like, my wife falls asleep. And then my kid runs away. You know, I was like, all right. So I'm going to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, right. but it's okay because that's why yeah. I always pick the movie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they they can be like really adaptive. I mean, like yeah, I've I've got a daughter too. She's ten, and she has really not shown any sign of this hitting her, which has like yeah. really really surprised me. I'm like, it's like every couple of days, I'm just like, you're good. She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Um, but she, I mean, she's doing the virtual things. I've oh, worked gotcha. at home too, and I've, I've got like her. We actually got her a school desk, like an old style school desk, nice. set up like right next to my drawing table where I'm working. So it's like she's <laughs> in school, sitting right next to me, and I'm like, this, like, I'm, I'm cool with this. Like, it doesn't bother me at all. Right, right. Um, it, it bothers me more that they have to wear headphones because I'm like, I want to hear what's going on. In I want, case I want to learn that's too. Like. Yeah, 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 because she's, I mean, she's in fifth grade, so it's like, that's kind of my cutoff point. Like, <laughs> I need to start paying attention, because this is about where I just started sitting around drawing all the time, and, uh, <laughs> and not not paying any attention to anything, so it's like, if you want me to help you with your homework, I'd be plugging in my earbuds into it, too, Yeah, listening to what's going on. And you know, though, it, it like, kids are so much more advanced than we are. I know, I know it's, it's mm-hmm. really weird, like, you look at a, um, a, a child's, uh, like a like a fourth grader's homework, right? And I'm sitting there looking at that shit, going, "We didn't get this stuff till we were in like high school, right? You know?" And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, it, like my my uh, coworker's daughter or whatever, she's in like eighth grade or tenth grade or something. They're doing like trigonometry and shit, and I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there going, um, "Yeah, I've never even seen that." Yeah, <laughs> you know, I didn't start failing that till twelfth grade. Exactly, <laughs> I had no idea what to do with that stuff. You know, um, it's just it's just a wild, wild time as everything is so much more advanced than than you would think. You know, yeah, and which, still- which might be why the your your site's doing a ton of business now because the horror stuff just seems like the everyday stuff now. Yeah, I think <laughs> you know, there's a lot to. Right. Um, escapism and people taking comfort in in other things like i know i was uh, i forgot where i heard this statistic but um the haunt industry had its biggest one of its biggest years ever right after 9-11 yeah i think it has to do with people needing to express their fear and anxiety and i think horror allows us to do that it's that roller coaster it's that safe way of expressing all of these inner sort of fears and anxiety it's watching them right and i think all that you know is heightened more during times of obviously a global pandemic there's politics there's all of these things happening in the world and i i do believe it has a lot to do with that and then i think the people that have already loved it anyway are more into it because they're probably watching it more maybe and they just then want to maybe collect certain things whether it's t-shirts or action figures or masks or whatever and it just kind of feeds that. 
Right. Yeah. And then now there's so many more easier ways for a person uh, such as myself or anybody who's a horror fan to to get your horror movie movie stuff. You don't have to go to, you know, like the CD fucking uh, video store that doesn't exist anymore to get, right. you know, in the back foot, you could see like the old, uh, what is it, like uh, Chud or Kindred or, or, you know, like these old <laughs> beat up ass VHS tapes that were sitting in the back. No one else wanted to watch them, but you did, you know, you're like, oh, cool. But you don't have to do that anymore, you know. You got you got Shutter that's out there now that you can watch pretty much anything you want. Um, now Troma has their own streaming service. Um, oh wow! Uh, what is it? Um, oh, the guys who put out Castle Freak. Um, um, Full Moon. Full Moon has their own streaming service now, um, and and of course you can get stuff off of Netflix and and you know Amazon and and Hulu and all that shit. So it's it's really at the touch of your you know, the, your fingers, man, of any movie you want to watch. Um, Plus, there's like a social aspect of it. You're scrolling through Instagram, and if you're following people that are into the same things, they're posting movies. Yes. They're like, hey, you know, right. I just watched you know Bud the Chud, and someone's like, oh my god, that sounds ridiculous. I want to see. <laughs> I need to see that and movie. They, yeah. they buy it or they rent it or they they get it on a streaming service. And they watch it and then they're into it. And I think. There's so much of that. I mean, just me scrolling through my Instagram feed for five minutes <laughs> yep. will be enough to just fill my brain with all this stuff. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the same way, man. I, like, I'll, I'll pander through people's posts, and I'm going, Jesus Christ, I need to see this movie. Uh, yep. look, I didn't know this band had a record out. That's great. I'm going to go check that out. You know, and there's like so much stuff. Yeah, it's endless. It's yeah. literally endless. Yeah. And that's that's a that's a good thing and a bad thing. Like like a, like uh, we said before on the show many times that you know I think it's really like a an information overload a lot for people, yep. and um, that's why a lot of people are just uh, I don't know they're just addicted to their phones or addicted to their you know these sites and things. It's good for the businessman, but it's terrible for social. They call it social media, but no one's fucking being social. They're all staring at their phones. Right. You know, exactly right. I mean, it's it's hard because I totally agree with you. I think it's distracting. I think, you know, and again, this is talking from somebody who has a business who uses social media for, you know, right. for, for the, the business. But still, as a, as a per, on a personal level, I think it's it's so easy to sit there on your phone for not only, just five minutes and then feel like you've got so many things either that you've missed out on, like things that you haven't done, you haven't listened to, haven't watched, and then you feel behind and you feel like you'll never catch up. And that kind of feeds the sort of stress, which is totally unneeded. Yeah, I I agree, man. It was, it was, it was invented to be easier and to be able to meet people that you wouldn't normally meet, you know, like, and that's cool. I like that aspect by things because there's still part of that. That's true. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause I mean, look, we would never have met if I wouldn't have, you know, sent you a message. Hey, you know what, what's going on? (laughs) Let's get on, come on the show, you know, and, and, and things like that. And I think that's really cool in the aspect. And I, and I really, you know, like that. But I also dislike the things, like you said, it's just too much of a distraction. Like one one particular app that I think is garbage is that TikTok. Uh, <laughs> that, that, like, I guess it's the old fuddy-duddy man in me. I guess I don't know. Well spoken like a true Gen Xer, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I guess it's. I guess that that's what it is. Uh, but I I like my entertainment longer than fifteen seconds. Um, and it's just it's just a bunch of people doing the same thing over and over again, and I just don't understand it. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, my daughter's into it, and I I really try not to slam it because I don't want to be like you know oh, I don't. my mom. Yeah, being like you know, oh, why does Danzig cover himself in blood? <laughs> like just I don't uh, I don't, don't slam it, mom. Because that's cool, and, and yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. You see, you see, I don't, I don't slam it because you know my wife's into that. Stuff. She likes that shit. She likes watching, uh, you know, TikTok, and she's a big YouTube person. Like she, don't, she doesn't really watch TV. She watches YouTube and Twitch. You know, yeah, which is cool. I mean, I, I, I love the aspect of Twitch where you can game and watch people game, and you can, you know, join them and stuff and be streaming on the on the TV. That's really cool. 
Um, I, I hate the gaming videos. Really? Oh, dude, I, I love it. Yeah. I, think, I think it's fun because uh, they have those on YouTube too, and she'll watch yeah. those. And 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 uh, but she does watch some stuff for like tutorials. Like she'll she yeah. started animating, and I'm like, holy shit! Like she she knows as much digital art stuff as I do, and I'm like, this is my job, and you know how to do this. And so like with that part, it's cool. But, um, yeah, you can learn a lot yeah, from just, YouTube, man. Yeah. Yeah. But you also can go down that rabbit hole too, really fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I've I've been I've really hit the YouTube hard the last several months. Like I, uh, it's so funny and it, it, it's so true because I'm I'm a guitar player too. I just love nice. playing guitar and I'm playing mm-hmm. for a long time. Nice. And you know, it's one of those things that I've always been into, but I've never. And I, I mean, I know all you know different brands and what I like and things like that, but I, I hadn't really gotten like. I mean, I've been playing, but I haven't really gotten back into the gear world in a while. And right. like last year, I started getting more into it. And then this year, you know, just the YouTube videos. Next thing I know, I bought two more guitars. And like, <laughs> it's, oh, it's a whole thing. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, a buddy of mine, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the movie Circus of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, It's from Texas. And the, the gentleman who put it out is uh, Billy Pond. Uh, but um, he's a good friend of mine. He's been on a show several, several times, um, and uh, he, you know it's a, it's a fun horror movie. It really is. But anyway, he's a guitarist as well, and he just got a guitar made of all the characters of his movie on it. It's so oh, it's so cool. awesome. And then he's making um, I think he's making eight. I think he said there's eight of them shaped in to uh the texas like uh shaped into a the shaped in texas it looks like texas you know i mean like the the state yeah, the state. yeah. yeah. right so he's getting eight of them or ten of them made like that and uh it's for his new movie called cowboys from hell so he's he's making it um with some of the characters and things on it like that and he's gonna put that as a i believe it's gonna be under like an indiegogo or something to give away for one of the investments to the to the movie you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's so great. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, you brought up guitar players, and uh, I, I'm wondering if you saw the news that Eddie Van Halen died. I sure oh. did. I was. Uh, I I'd gotten a text from a friend of mine, like as soon as they found out earlier today, and I was like, "What?" Like, it's fucking I'd, terrible. I'd heard oh, a bit shit. about his throat cancer. I think he's been suffering for several years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really yeah. Heard any like you know. Hadn't didn't know any updates or anything, you know, and and I saw that and I was like, oh my god, like, what a legend! Like, you don't right? even need to be a Van Halen fan, um, just to understand what he did for guitar. Like, he was as influential as Hendrix, you know. Seriously, like, what he did with the guitar was just people had not heard before. Yeah, um, just incredible. Damn, I had no idea. Yeah, sixty-five. That's yeah. It was that's terrible, man. That's a, that's a horrible, horrible way to go. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, like, he. I mean, would it have been like ten years or so? He'd been. Oh yeah. With the cancer at, at thing. Le- at least. Like, at least been forever. At least that long. He's been dealing with that shit forever, man. Yeah. And uh, uh, unfortunately, I've never gotten to see Van Halen live, which sucks because I would. No, I would have neither. loved no, to see him. Uh, I got to see him. I saw him about. Four or five years ago with David Lee Roth. Nice. Um, nice. Obviously, it was Michael Anthony wasn't there. Um, it was just, it was Wolfgang um, right. was playing bass, but uh, right. it was eh, you know, a bass player. Again, Who cares? Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. And it's <laughs> you know, but Michael Anthony's voice was missed. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know, and, and I'm not saying that I'm like number one Van Halen fan or whatever, but I definitely grew up listening to Van Halen and of course Van Hagar. I mean, Fifty One Fifty was the first LP I ever nice. bought with my own money. Right. Um, and, and so even though, you know, I'm not like the number one fan, but I, I did listen to them a lot growing up and, and still did as I was older and seeing, being able to see them live, obviously witnessing David Lee Roth's insanity, but also <laughs> just watching Eddie play. I mean, I'm a guitarist, so I'm, I was definitely keyed into to uh, what he was doing. That had to be awesome. It was just incredible. And I was, I was thankful to be able to see them. Yeah, man. There's, uh, well, obviously Van Halen, but are there any other bands that you were grateful that you got to see before either their their singers disappeared or or one of the members died or something like that? Yeah. So so two that come to my immediate memory. Uh, the first is Tom Petty because I saw him on his last tour oh, and then man. passed away. 
Um, but the the one that will I will cherish the most uh, forever is the Ramones. Ah, oh, dude, that's uh, awesome. You know, I got to see them in a small club here in Rochester. And I was 16. I wasn't even supposed to be let in. Um, and I was I was with my brother, a friend, and my brother's uh, wife's sister. So his sister-in-law. She was much shorter than me. She, um, so basically, we were up front, like at the stage where the barrier was. And he it was so funny. It's a real quick story. Basically, what happened was after the opening, the, the crowd, they had overpacked the place. So we were really being like mushed, squeezed to death. <laughs> yeah. And my brother and friend were like, we're out of here. And they went to the back. Well, this girl, Sue, and I were there. She was much older than me, but she was a lot shorter than me. Yeah. So I was sort of like I had my arms on the barrier around her, <laughs> just sort of kind of protecting her as much as I could as a 16 year old. And the fucking lights go down and the Ramones come up and, you know, they start out with the, with the good, bad and the ugly thing, oh, you know, yeah. and not even kidding you, like two and a half feet in front of me stands Johnny, uh, Joey Ramone, just, just standing there and Damn. they, they turn on and, and the plays went nuts. And so after the first couple songs, I mean, we were like in a, we, we I don't even think my feet were on the floor. They were being switched <laughs> so much. I was just right in the face. So anyway, what happened was, the the Sue who I was with she got so she got a panic attack so that the security guard brought her under the barrier and ushered her to the side of the stage so I followed her and the guy kicked me in the face what and I was like hey I'm with her and they dragged me along there we sat next to the sound man behind the speaker so the crowd wasn't there we were five feet away from Johnny Ramone the entire time we just sat there next to the sound guy watching the entire show that's fucking fantastic it was dude. so amazing and it's the only time I ever got to see them that was in ninety. Um, was that with bad religion uh no i forgot the opening band i don't remember the opening band no that was i think were they with bad religion the year after when they were doing Lollapalooza? yeah that must have been because i I remember they played with them like in the mid 90s and i missed the show and yeah uh, that that was i was bummed because i was like well i've seen bad religion like they played at bars and stuff but i'd never seen the ramones yeah ramones are my all-time favorite band so i mean seeing them i mean it was just incredible that night so yeah, yeah i bet that you that was awesome probably the, the one that sticks out with me the most man yeah what about you Vernon? any bands that that you've seen that you are grateful you got to see before they just dis- disappeared um, or, or not disappeared or somebody died honestly the beastie boys beastie yeah. boys i mean this and, i oh, mean this was like back one. turn of the century but uh, i was it was like uh you know because i mean like you wayne like little punk rock guys so yeah. most of the shows i went to were just and clubs and bars and so like i didn't really do arena shows too much and this was one but i was like yeah i gotta i gotta do this and was that the one at um uh not state palace but uh fucking the sanger um no this was actually at the at the arena like out by the out by uno so it's like this huge was it for the lakefront the lakefront arena was it it a Lollapalooza? no it was uh because i saw them i don't I saw them at Lollapalooza, which was, they were phenomenal. But right. you know, I'm glad I got to no, see No, I mean, them. I was like sitting up in, you know, like fucking seats. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, like big arena thing. It was like right after, I think it was for the Ill Communication Tour. Nice. Um, oh, yeah. So that was, uh, that's when they were, they were like on the top of the world. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Fucking sabotage. Like I, I was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was amazing. Um, oh man! So yeah, that's, that, there's I've uh, seen so many fucking bands, dude. That like, I, I like I can remember like seeing Green Day at the Abstract, which is like a bar, Abstract was like yeah, yeah was like a bar the size of my house, you know before yeah. before they were in it. Like, they, they only had Kerplunk out at the time, you know. Yeah, that was uh, when wow. Kerplunk came out. That's yeah, dude. Awesome. Yeah, dude. That was it and was it was then packed. they played uh, Tipitina's yeah. little bar like right yep. when right when Dookie came out. Yep. But there was a bunch of like frat guys there, and I it was, was like, "Oh, this is weird." It was way before they like blew up. You know, it was like it, yeah, you know. Um, I got to see. Uh, let's see. I got to see Nirvana, which was fucking incredible. Oh wow! Yeah, that's all. I got to mm-hmm. see that. I got to see um, Allison Chains twice before Lane Stanley died. Wow. Um, I've seen Soundgarden, of course. Um, oh, God. What else? I mean, dude, I've seen like a ton of ton of bands, but uh, I saw of everyone course, you see dies. Guar okay. uh, with, with the original singer, which was great. Dave, oh, yeah. yeah. I've actually saw Dave Brockie's do his uh, Dave Brockie experience. 
at uh, a little bitty bar the size of my house. <laughs> that was an interesting, that was a whole like other interesting world right there. They Brocky stuff. Oof. Um, Do you play guitar, Wayne? Uh, I did. I play around with it. I'm not really, I'm more like, you know me, I'm, I'm the, the front guy. I'm the singer. I don't, I don't, yeah. I kind of, I know what to, I know how to make some chords. You know, right. I can play some punk tunes if you really wanted. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can play a yeah, couple ministry. How, that's about my skill level yeah. too. I can play a couple I, I ministry. Say... Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead, dude. I was gonna say I can play a couple ministry songs on on bass. You know, whatever things like that. No, I was gonna say one one uh, another artist I saw before he passed, and I saw him probably seven or eight times because he's one of my all time favorites. Is BB King? Wow, and, dude, that's uh, good. I, I got to I got to meet him. I stayed after a show once, and there was two big tour buses out back, and one was black and gold with some BB King on the side, and the other was this white one. And we were waiting for like an hour, and everyone's like, "He's not coming out." And and all of a sudden, like a bunch of people got in this bus, and it took off. And they're like, "You know, he's gone. You have to go. He's gone." And everyone left except for five people. And I said, "There's no way he rode on that bus." And right. I said, Look inside. <laughs> That white bus, that unmarked bus that looks really nice inside, that's his fucking bus. Yeah. And so we waited and waited, and like 20 minutes later, they're like, all right, come in. And we were ushered down all these hallways, and we walked in, and he was like in a brand new suit, and just the guy was amazing. And this was pre-cell you know, cell phone, and I had my camera, and the batteries fucking died oh. right there. Oh. And not get a photo. I got, I got a signed eight by 10 from him but i did oh, not cool. get an actual photo that's all right man that's still that's still a memory to remember forever. i got to shake yeah. his hand i got to shake his hand and just it was incredible so that that he is just legend now now have you nice. ever met any of your idols besides bb king of course and turned out to be like an asshole so one you know most of the people <laughs> i've ever met especially in the horror community have been really good um yeah. one person though that i actually met at a horror convention but as a guitarist was ace freely and oh, mm. I'll tell you, here's the thing. I didn't know if I wanted to meet him because it was going to be like 90 bucks. Right. Right. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I love Kiss. I love Ace Freely. You know, I'm in it. So I'm waiting in line. We go into this room and now it was a it was a fairly decent sized room. But what they have done is they had taken all of these tables, these folding tables and stacked them across to make a big barrier. And they put cloths all over them so you could not see behind them. What? And so, you, yeah, you walked in, you grabbed the 8x10 that you wanted to get signed, walked through these barriers, and here he is sitting at a table with two people, a person on either side of him. He didn't even look up. I said, hey, how you doing? He just said, hey. And, and he didn't even look up, took the 8x10, signed it, handed it to me without looking at me. And then, like, my brother went, hey, and he stuck his hand right in his face to get his hand shaken, and he did. <laughs> But he didn't say, you know, here's the thing. I have an 8x10 <laughs> and a signature. I'm like, I don't need, I didn't meet Ace Freely. I just made right. that fucking dude that signed his name. Like, yeah. There yeah. Was, and, and here's the thing. I didn't expect much. So I, I wasn't necessarily let down by it. Mm-hmm. But it's still a, a moment where I look back and go, I mean, even even John Carpenter, the guy doesn't have, never smiles, but at least he talked to me. Right, you know right, I mean? right, right. He, you know, like I'm not expecting an hour long conversation, but Jesus, look, say something, you know, yeah. like some of the cooler people I've met, it, it, like you're saying, like Harkovich and stuff, like Robert England is fucking amazing. Like you, oh, could, that dude, that dude will talk like, look, we, me and my wife and my son, he was probably, I want to say my son was probably about six months, maybe seven months old at the time. Well, we went to a convention and we dressed him up as Freddy Krueger. My wife made a whole like outfit for him. And um, out of yarn, which was pretty funny, yarn and felt, so it looked like a he was like a you know a kid version of Freddy. So we we went and yes. we paid to get our picture taken with him, which was like it was like eighty bucks, you know, it was one and cheap. Yeah, yeah. So we we go and stand in line, and when we're you know everybody's all you know goo goo and gaga, I know for my kid because he's dressed up like Freddy. Well, finally we get in into the the room with with Robert, right? And we he Robert freaks out like he's like, "Oh my God, the kid! It's awesome! Can I hold him?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you can hold him." So he's so he's got the picture. It's it's me and my wife on either side. He's holding my son in in the Kruger glove <laughs> like around him, and he's he's making this face like ah. <laughs> was that? It was remember? huh. What convention was? It was it was Texas Frightmare. Oh, Frightmare. Okay, because yeah. I, I there was a uh, a young 
baby dressed up as Freddy at this one that I was at. Nice. I was in the room with him, and uh, I was just curious. But I was the well, same it's, one. it's funny because every year we go to Frightmare, we pick one celebrity that we get a family portrait with. That's awesome. And um, every year, my son dresses up as said celebrity. So the we, of course we haven't gone in a few years because of different things and this and that. But the the last year we were there, he dressed up like Doyle from the Misfits, and we got a picture with Doyle. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> he's got he's got no shirt on. He's got like these little sweatpants on with a Misfit skull on his hand, and and we put his hair in a, in the devil lock. <laughs> the devil lock. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. We were like, "Would you hold him?" And he's like, "I don't touch kids." <laughs> <laughs> he says it's nothing against your kid, man. I'm just saying it's, I, you know, I don't, well, you know. I was like, all right, it's cool, man. Don't worry. I'm glad he talked to you though, because like I went to see the Misfits at um in Newark in May of 2018 when they were doing their reunion tour. Yeah, yeah. And I got I I was invited to the after party backstage afterwards. So Ooh, we're fancy all lad. there, and it was a lot of fun just chilling. And Doyle's there, and I I've met Jerry a handful of times. Right, right, right. and. And I knew Danzig wasn't going to show up. That's fine. You know, he's not going to come to one of these things. <laughs> come but on, Doyle, man. Like, fuck, man, I want to meet Doyle. And he's sitting there and he had taken a few pictures and I didn't want to bother the guy, you know? Right, right. Um, and he's there with his girlfriend and they're chatting with people. But I'm literally standing like he'd already taken like five or six pictures with other people. I'm standing there and he's just sitting there talking to other people, ignoring me. And I'm like two feet away from him. And I'm, I feel like an idiot. And I'm like. Fuck it. I'm like, excuse me, can I just get a real, like, just quick picture with you? I'm not trying to talk his ear off or whatever. He literally, like, stands up, looks at the camera, and then just sits right back down. Like, it was like, boom. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I know, I know the guy doesn't talk much. I know, yeah. I, I get it. I, again, I'm not, I don't look at it and go, what an asshole. I, that's totally fine, but I was just sort of like, oh, okay. Well, you <laughs> okay. know what I mean, dude, if you'd have said, I like vegan food too. He'd have been like, "Oh, okay," and he started yeah. talking to you. <laughs> it's all good though. Like I, I've seen interviews with him, and I've seen him like the way he is, and uh, I get it. You know yeah, what I mean? like it's totally cool. Like I, and he seems really cool in a lot of interviews. So I don't, I don't, I don't hold that against him. Like you know, like Ace Freely could have been nicer, but Doyle, I get it. Um, the cool, uh, I, uh, my boss is a huge Kiss fan. Okay, so we went to Frightmare again, and we were gonna go and. Uh, uh, get Peter Chris's autograph from my boss, right? The line was fucking ridiculous. It was super long. People were, you know, so we, we got in it and we waiting. And then um, from what I was told, someone told uh, Peter Chris that we were standing in line and we had a little kid with us. My son was with us. Oh. Well, Peter Chris loves children, but we didn't know this. You know, I was like, whatever. You know, we just waiting for the autograph from my boss. So he got us to go up a little further, a little faster, and then he spent, like, everybody else was, like, he was spending, like, maybe a minute or two with people, you know, just saying hello, because the lines were so long, you know, hello, how you doing, you know, signing things and being nice about it. The man spent 20 minutes with us. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Playing with our kid. But wait, this is the best part. He said, y'all want a picture? I was like, yeah, we'd love one. He goes, well, how about how about this? You guys stand on either side. I'll hold your baby. I said, okay. And he says, and he goes, sorry, take the picture. We gave her we gave her our phone. You know how my phone, they took a picture. And then he says, hold on. He calls his assistants over and he says, I need a couple pictures of these together. I said, okay. So they took a they took a couple pictures. The next day, we were on the front of his website. Like that was the yes. ad. We were the ad awesome. page for his site. <laughs> I was that like, look so at this cool. shit. That, that it, was amazing. Yeah, dude, it was it was super cool. And I'm and look, I'll tell you right now, I am not a Kiss fan. Um, but that man made me one. You know what I'm saying? Like it was yeah, he right. was such a cool yeah. dude. Yeah. And he made it me, makes it sorry, I was just say it just makes a difference. Like, it does. And it's literally it it, it 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 only has to be a minute. Like it right. just makes a difference how people act you know it's just it doesn't take much it's free it's free to be nice yeah you know? right yeah and like i was gonna say is, is like he even like we were in line when he was signing stuff and i could hear him talking and he, we made a bunch of remarks about gene simmons it was fucking hysterical <laughs> dude he was he was yeah. saying yeah like gene would sign this pff, he needed to laugh you know and he said you know you got a better bet of like getting the devil's signature and oh it was, right. it, was it was good shit it was good shit <laughs> 
But the 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 worst person I've ever ever hands down dealt with, and I don't care if he hears this. I hope he does, but he might not because he's hard of hearing. Is Lou Ferrigno? He's a fucking oh. dick. <laughs> I've, I've actually, I've heard that, yeah. yeah. Lou Ferrigno is a dickhead, and I'll tell you why. I walked up to his 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 table at one of the conventions, right, and there was nobody there. Like nobody was there talking to him, so I just was like, "Fuck it, I'll go walk up to him and and you know say hello and you know, shake his hand and stuff." Because you know, I mean, fuck, I grew up on, on the Hulk too. You know, that was a cool yeah, show. Yeah. So I, I go up in this table and and I say hi. He goes two for forty. Oh. I said, what? He goes, two for 40. I said, what the fuck are you saying, dude? Like, I don't know. <laughs> what, what is two for 40? And then I realized two pictures for $40. I said, oh. I said, okay. And I just walked Good off. Good for you. I walked away. Jesus. And then, and then I was, you know, somebody I know wanted one. So I had to go back. I felt like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so I went back and I got. I got the two for forty deal, you know. But got one for me and one for somebody else. But, but still, it was just the whole point of, you know, how much of a dick that was. Like you just can't right. even say hello, dude. You know, I mean, I don't know yeah. if you heard me, but, you know. <laughs> See, I, I had I had the best and worst, like all in one encounter, and it was like <laughs> I was in fourth grade. Like I'm a huge Trekkie, been been like a Trekkie my whole life, yep. and. At like this auto show, Shatner was there. Oh wow! And and so I was like, oh cool. I mean, it was like, yeah, a couple of years after I'd like really gotten into it, movies and stuff. And um, and he he wasn't signing anything from what I saw, but like you know he was letting people take pictures with him. But I mean, this is like mid '80s, so it's no phones or anything. Right. And my mom's like, "Oh, I didn't even think to bring a camera." And I'm like, oh, okay, it's, it's okay, because I saw, like, he had a, a stack of papers in front of him, and it was, like, it was just an 8.5 by 11 piece of paper and uh, just black and white photocopies, like, not even glossy pictures, <laughs> just, like, he went to Kinko's and photocopied this thing, and and it was, like, half of it was a shot of him as Captain Kirk and the other half was a, a shot of him TJ Hooker TJ Hooker yeah. yeah and and he had like signed one and then photocopied them so it was just these black and white fucking Kinko's printer paper things with a pre-done signature and he photocopied the signature right yeah yeah he photocopied the signature and he just and oh, he just he copied did? that yeah yeah no yeah he yeah. just he was oh my just, god I just kidding dude a photocopied signature. It was. It was like something someone else had gotten and just made yeah. copies of. But it was him. And <laughs> I don't buy that anyway. Like that sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was giving them away uh, oh, crazily, oh, okay. well, and that's... and I think I did. No, I, I had to have gotten one. And um, and so like I just look up at him, and you know, just this little innocent, fat little like nine year old, and I'm just like, can can you sign this, please? And he gives me the biggest smile, and he just goes, "No." <gasps> <laughs> you fucking kidding so, me, dude? So I had to move on, and I was like, and and just now, like now, ever since then, like I've always thought it. I was like, that was so horrible, but so awesome <laughs> all at the same time. Like it's an amazing. Like if you if it would have just been like, you know, because I met Scotty, and yeah, he signed it, and I talked to him for a second. It was like, yeah, that was cool, but it's like. This is like a really cool and funny story yeah, yeah, that I yeah. have, even though I didn't get the signature. That's so good. Wow. That's, it, I got Shatner's signature. I got I got his signature. I got DeForest Kelly. I got oh cool. I got Leonard Nimoy, and uh, wow. that's it. Uh, they're not, you know. Oh, I'm just waiting for Shatner to croak, and then I got I could sell that picture for like you know, I don't know, twelve hundred bucks, thirty bucks. Dude, I'll, I'll buy it from you. Fuck. I mean, <laughs> photocopy all that. I get, yeah. yeah, I'll photocopy those and hand them out. <laughs> I've been waiting 30 years for one. <laughs> but no, I mean, there, there's, you know, I've met a few guys that I thought were super cool. Um, like uh, the guys from uh, Coheed and Cambria. Very cool guys. Uh, they played at a little shithole out here. My friend, they opened up for my friend's band while they were on tour for their first record. You know, 
super cool dudes. And then like six months later, they're fucking playing arenas. You know, I'm just like, look at this <laughs> shit, dude. This is crazy. Jesus. Um, uh, I can't really think of too many people that were, um, you know, that big of assholes. You know what I mean? Like, I, right. Yeah. There weren't that many. Um, one of the cooler guys I've met, I uh, got to hang out with for a little, for like at least an hour or so. We hung out was uh, Harry Anderson from Night Cart, Night Court. Wow, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, yeah. He used to have a um, a club down here in New Orleans. Uh, I forget what it was called. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The place uh, right on Esplanade. And Decatur. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot what it was called. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, we he used to do magic shows there, and my boss became friends with him because my boss is a magician too. So uh, he took the, the whole the whole clinic over there to go and see Harry's show. Oh, it's called Oswald's was the name of it because that that's right. where that's the club right above that is where they planned to kill the president. That's Jesus. so he named it. So he named it Oswald's. Uh, wow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was a super nice dude. Like he, he came and talked to me and, uh, he signed. I actually photocopied a, a picture of him from Night Court uh, on some some uh, photo paper, and I brought it over there. And uh, he actually signed it to me. He signed it for me, and uh, we sat down and talked about uh, the movie Freaks for like for like an hour because he's because he was all about the freak show and stuff like that. Because you you know Harry Anderson originally started out as a street barker, magician. Yeah, like he was like basically a homeless kid running around. You know trying to make money yeah he did freak shows he did all kind of stuff he was pretty cool but it's crazy yeah that's that's a cool one yeah it was it was like i said it's far and few between that were assholes but uh um a lot of them are cool Uh, stan lee was pretty cool to talk to um george romero was cool uh george is the best man yeah he's like hands down one of the coolest people to talk to I got to I got to hang out with him after a show in his hotel room. Oh wow, wow. dude! We were we had been working with him for a couple of years and doing shirts that he would sell at the show. And oh, cool! I was down in the lobby of, the, of a con- the convention, and me and my buddy were hanging out. And his manager called me. He's like, "Hey, come up to George's room and hang out." I'm like, uh, <laughs> Do you, okay. Did you get the wrong number? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So I come upstairs and of course he's in a suite and I hear a bunch of people and I knock on the door and someone kind of opens it up and then lets me in and there's a ton of people in there and there's Richard Brooker from Friday 13 Part 3, there's Joe Pilato, there's uh, freaking, um, why am I blinking on uh, Pinhead there? Um, oh, Doug, Doug, Brad- Doug, Bradley. Doug Bradley. Oh, dude. Uh, Ashley Lawrence, like everyone's just hanging out, right? Um, and, and other people too, right? And it's a big suite and there's a that dining room area and there's a whole bunch of people in this corner. And I and Chris, his manager Chris is like, here, come over, I'm gonna, you know, introduce you to George. George is in the corner smoking a cigarette and drinking a scotch and holding court to all these different people. Wow. And like I'm like, it looks like George is busy. It's okay. Like, don't worry about it, right? No, he's like, No, 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 no. So he like pushing through all these people. He's like, George. <laughs> He's like, this is the guy that does your shirts. And George does this, like, no shit. He does this, like, sort of mock, like, bowing to me. And I was like, I go, I go, fuck that, man. I bow to you. So I like, right. bow to him. And he's he was just so funny like that. So he uh, he's like, here, pull up a seat. Now, there was literally a two-inch square of carpet I could sit on, but my buddy and I squeezed in on oh, it. Oh, hell yeah. We were literally <laughs> at his feet. And I have a couple pictures of it. And for like two hours, I couldn't feel my legs um, because they were so numb because I couldn't move them. But it was but so sat, worth it. Oh my god, we just sat there listening to stories and shit. And I mean, it wasn't until security broke up the party like the third time that we all had to go. But um, <laughs> wow, the, the guy was just—he was just incredible. And we actually went to his wake um, when oh, he man. passed away three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that was quite an experience. We got we. We were the first ones there, among the first ones there, the first five or six people there. And we walked through and saw his artwork. And then we went into the the chapel where his body was laid out and his wife was there and everything and his kids. And they were showing Creep Show above his casket. That's awesome. Uh, it was incredible. It was an incredible moment. Yeah, man. He was, he's That was definitely a, a, a groundbreaker of the genre, just like Stan Lee and, uh, yeah. Yeah. you know, they, they really were those guys 
were like uh, basically writing worlds, you know, like like I guess the the gods of their their world, you know. I guess yeah, you put it that way. Fucking setting the tone for like decades and decades <laughs> right? of things. Right. Who yeah. who would have thought this dude try and be as good? Yes. Yeah. You know. Like you sitting at home, kind of dicking around on your in your notebook, and all of a sudden it's like, well, you're this is the Bible on zombie yeah. stuff, you know, horror movies. This is the Bible on ah uh, superheroes. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. God damn, dude. I guess you could say the same thing about uh, George Lucas with Star Wars too, right? Yeah, you know, along those lines. I, I, he's probably a dickhead. I don't even want to talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find out if I meet him one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I have a few. I have a few Star Wars autographs. Not many, you know. I mean, uh, I got I got Chewbacca's. Thank God. Oh right, yeah. You know, but he lived here basically. I mean, he was yeah. always here because yeah, I always of, saw him here. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. So, I mean, this was it was cool, man. I, I like meeting people. I'm interested in talking to celebrities, and I like talking to people about things that they don't expect. You know, like like look look at tonight. You know, ben came on. How the hell we were gonna get to a point from listening to music, talking about your shop, listening to music, and then going into meeting assholes, right? I mean, it was <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> Have there been any people like for movies that you've done shirts for that uh, you either you haven't been able to meet or that you like besides George Romero that when you did meet them you're like oh my god I've do you change how I do this? Like any, you know, any like your super just geek out moments where you're just like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm talking to so and so. Yeah, um, and moment. that you've been able to make shirts for as well. Um, well, this was so I had a moment last year. The one that sticks out to me probably the most um, in terms of geek out moment um, is when I was. So I got to, I was very fortunate. I got to visit the set of Halloween Kills last October. Wow. Oh, cool. And so I, I flew down to North Carolina and I spent two days um, on the set, two nights really, because I shot at night. Um, and the location was the, the new Haddonfield Memorial Hospital. And so I knew Jamie Lee Curtis, it was going to be her first night on set. Right. And... Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't sure if I was going to meet her. I didn't know it was going to happen, but I was just I was just honestly, I was just freaking lucky to be there. Right. right. So I wasn't expecting anything. I just wanted to be a fly on the wall. I didn't want to get in anybody's way. I was like, you know, kick me out if I get in the way. Like, I just I'm just so grateful. So <laughs> I get on set and and I know a couple of the producers. So it's funny because we, we were in the video village area where they, you know, you can watch on the, on the, on the um, monitors, what's going on with the yeah, camera. Right. We could see it in front of us, the camera and the action, but, but we were watching it on the monitor to see how it was being framed and everything. And it was so wild because they're like, Oh, we need to get you a chair. And they're like, Oh, James isn't here tonight. So they pull out this chair and it's of course the shape. Right. So it's <laughs> fucking Michael Myers's chair that I get to sit in for the night. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck? So I'm like wow. tripping out, and mind you, like like Nancy Stevens is there, and Kyle Richards is there, and you know Anthony Michael Hall, he's playing Tommy. He comes up, hey, my name's Mike. How you doing? I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so I'm sitting. You're like, yeah, no and, shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know your name. <laughs> so I'm hanging out and talking, and I look to my right, and I go, holy fuck! Like two people away from me, Jamie Lee Curtis, dressed as Lori. And just oh. talking. And I'm like, now, mind you, I was like hanging out with uh, uh, Andy Matichek. She was sitting with us and a few <laughs> other people. So it's just surreal. Well, I'm so I see her out of the corner of my eye, but I'm not going to say anything. She's like too far. I'm not going to like walk over there. I mean, I'm just like just just kind of frozen, actually. Right. Two minutes later, she's like right next to me on my left side, like right next to me. And she starts talking to one of the producers, just chit chit chatting. And I'm like, like she's right there, and I'm like, like I could, I could, like literally just reach out and touch her. Like she's right, right. there next to my knee, and she, we just start talking, and we're just talking like about Knives Out. It hadn't come out yet. She was talking about her experience in the film. We we're just, just uh, yeah. she was shit. She, she was so amazingly nice and awesome. But she was just like, it was just like she didn't know who I was, but she was just talking to me like just being a I nice person. Yeah. It was just like who's this person or hey, you know. And so I didn't get that introduction because i didn't want to be that guy with like my name's ben and i'm from you know i just i didn't <laughs> see, like 
I, I felt awkward and I didn't want to make it weird for her or anything. You know, like, I just didn't, you know what I mean? <laughs> you didn't want to come across as the, the comic book guy from The Simpsons. Yeah, exactly. Hi, guys. No, I probably would have just stepped on my tongue and went, uh. um, <laughs> You're just literally just talking in like for like 10 minutes. And then she she's like, oh, there's some fans across the street because there was a bunch of people that were like trying to like see the set. She's like, I'm going to go say hi to them. And she's like, leaves. And Damn. it's so funny because I didn't I didn't tell anybody I was going except for like my family and, and you know, obviously the people I work with and everything. Yeah. So I, I didn't I wasn't going to like blast it all over social media or whatever. And right. The next morning, my phone was blowing up, and they're like, you know, people are like, are you at the set? Are you at the set? I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how does anybody know about this? Mm. Well, the, there were people, on, like, across the street taking photos to, to get a glimpse of Jamie Lee Curtis, and the photos they were posting online, I was in them. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice, dude. That's awesome. So, awesome. Like, broke, and then I was able to post, like, me and David Gordon Green because he was wearing our jacket and stuff. That was really right. good. But just meeting her... <laughs> It's really, I mean, Halloween being my all-time of all-time favorite movies. And, you know, I've been, again, incredibly grateful to not only have met most of the people in that movie, but, like, PJ Souls is such a good friend of mine now. And, and like, mm-hmm. she's just a great person. So it's just, like, it's a lot of things there. But, like, to meet Jamie, even just to, like, be next to her just talking in some random conversation, which right, I'm sure right. she's, mem- you know, memory of, was incredible. But see, that's the thing too. Is like you know, so cool. uh, these people don't remember what they say to us. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. She, but, she didn't even know. I mean, she wouldn't recognize me from anybody. But no, know? it's not that though. But I mean, it's it's the fact that they took the time to talk to you because that that little bit of talk that they do lasts forever with you. You know oh, what I'm God. saying? Like, like, yeah. I, like I've had that experience. Like, I'll tell this um, before we uh, get out of here. Uh, what's his name? Is it is it Cutlass? Cutlass, the guy from uh, Walking Dead. Oh, Cutlass, yeah. Played a- uh, Abraham. Uh, oh, God, what's yeah. his first name? Yes, um, the guy who played Abraham. Yeah. Is, is it Michael? Michael, it Michael. Michael Cutlass. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was at one of the Wizard Worlds out here, and um, I have two two quick stories about this. This is funny. Um, he, uh, I was walking with my head down, right? I was looking at something, looking in my bag or whatever I was doing, and. Uh, this is the first part of the story, and, and and I was walking towards the bathroom, okay, and um, I run into someone. I look up, and it's him, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm so sorry." He goes, "Yeah, that's all right, man." He says, "He says, what you doing?" I said, "I'm about to go to the bathroom." He goes, "Yeah, me too. Where's it at?" <laughs> so we walk together <laughs> to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah so that was you know and, and and he just chatted with me for a few seconds and that was it you know but i was just like i'm walking to the bathroom with this dude you know and i think mean, he'll never know me as the dude who said you go into the bathroom or not but you know right and um one of the other times is i ran into the uh at, at the same wizard world I, don't know, I think it was the same exact one uh what was the uh um, other fellow's name from boondock saints we all know Daryl, not the out one. <laughs> oh, uh, um, um, come on, you know it. I can't think of his name right now. I want to say Stephen, but that's not. I'm I'm looking it up right now, real quick, because yeah. I can't. It's gonna kill me. Uh, yes. It was Sean Patrick. Sean Finer. Patrick. Yeah. Sean Patrick. Finer. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he was. That was another guy that I just ran into, not paying attention. Just, I mean, almost knocked him over, and he was laughing. He's like, <laughs> he's like, whoa, dude. I was like, wow, look, man, it's crowded. I'm sorry. He goes, it's okay, no big deal. Slow down, slow down. <laughs> he was like laughing. It was good, but the, you know, That's like awesome. just like little moments that people do stupid shit like that. You know, I'll have a story yeah. for the rest of my life to tell people. You know, it's kind of funny. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I was real quick. I was uh, my fir- very first horror convention ever. I was um, hanging out like it was after the show, but they were watching a movie. They were watching Halloween two in the ballroom and I was hanging outside the ballroom and I happened to be talking to Dick Warlock and Pamela Susan Shoop. She was one of the nurses that got killed in the hot tub. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sitting there like, I can't believe I'm talking to Dick Warlock and Pamela Susan Shoop. So we're just right? shooting the shit. I forgot even how I was talking to them, but we were just hanging out there. And as we were talking, she goes, oh, is this my death scene? And we opened up the door and us three watched him killing her in the hot tub together. <laughs> That's surreal, dude. Wow. That is and a I'm surreal like, movie. How is this happening in my life right now? I don't know right. how to process this. This is too much. <laughs> yeah, I just want to put out that that dude has a great name. 
Dick Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, I, I have his signature on uh, one of those Funko Pops, man, and, and that was funny. It's like I was the only one standing in his line. No one else was there. And I'm like, why is nobody talking to you, you know? He's a great, he's a great guy. Yeah, he was a cool dude. Very cool. Uh, well, Ben, dude, thank you for coming back on the show, man. Yeah, yes, thanks for indeed. Having me. It was fun, dude. Um, uh, you got to come back soon. We got to we got to make this happen again. I, I know all this crap with the you know canceling and had to reschedule and all that stuff. You know, I, I apologize for that. Oh, no worries. I mean, hurricanes and shit. That's 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 real. So, yeah, well, yeah. we and we got another one coming at us right now. Uh, it, it's a, it's a yeah. it's it's a big nasty one too. It's like a category four right now and. Four. and it, they're planning. They're planning on to be like, uh, you know, like the end of the world kind of one. Extinction so, level event. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're gonna have to watch this real close. By Thursday, we'll know. But um, we'll see. Hopefully, nothing. It just fizzles out. But I doubt it. But anyway, uh, enough <laughs> of that. Uh, again, like, thank you again for coming on and uh, give everybody your uh, web address. I'm, they got it at the beginning of the show, but they're gonna get it again right now. Sure, it's uh, FrightRags.com, but it's Fright-Rags.com. That's right. Go over there. Get all your horror needs, man. It's it's, it's like it's awesome. Great show. Great Get shop. your dick nose shirts. That's right. right. <laughs> watch watch after this episode airs. It's going to have like a, a huge resurgence of like people buying the dick nose shirt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, thanks, Vernon, for joining me on the show again. Oh, thanks Appreciate for having it. me. Uh, it was great meeting you. Yeah, thanks again. Yeah, and it's great meeting you too. And uh, yeah, I appreciate appreciate hanging out with you guys. Of course, dude. Absolutely. Well, anyway, guys, I was your host, Wayne. I was your fill-in sub-co-host <laughs> guest guy, Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop laughing. <laughs> and remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to keep it, keep it, keep it Adieu, adieu, parting is such sweet sounds. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay, then. That's it. <laughs>